The following podcast is provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to segment number two of a four-part series of this hour with one the wonderful Amy Shank, who is a dementia-certified dementia practitioner. And Amy is coming to us from Southwest Florida, mm-hmm. and you are the community engagement lead of the Neuropsychiatric Research Center of South Florida, and that is, uh, or Southwest Florida. That right. is a big title, my friend. So I'm excited to you. It's a mouthful. I always say it's a really big mouthful. And what I do is I have the opportunity to educate, to represent an amazing office where we are doing cutting edge clinical trials. Right. But I educate, I support, and I encourage people to take care of their brains. So that's mm-hmm. really what I do behind that very long title. Yes. Well, and we're glad to have you here, courtesy of Athera Pharma. And certainly with Athera, we have been working a lot with them and, and, um, you know, we're excited to partner with individuals like you that are on the cutting edge of Alzheimer's research, clinical research, um, working with medical breakthroughs, hearing about the amazing things that are happening out there in, in clinical trials, but also really there's a lot of work in like the what things that you do, there's a lot of things you can do for brain health. And Mm -hmm. I would love to not only talk about that, but I'd also like to talk a little bit before we get into that, uh, just to kind of continue that little piece of caregiving. And um, we had talked in our last segment about what it's like that people, they end up with bringing somebody home and it's overwhelming. Um, Obviously, as as a family caregiver, there's their mental health that is mm-hmm. factors in. And I know that there's a big piece of that. Is there not, Amy? Absolutely. And I think, Suzanne, one of the toughest things, I say this a lot, if love could cure this disease, well, I wouldn't have a job because we wouldn't need clinical trials. Unfortunately, yeah. the best caregivers, the, mo- the kindest, yeah. loving people, this disease and what it does to their loved ones really is, it can be overwhelming. So as a caregiver, there's so many things that one thinks about, did I do the right thing? Oh my gosh, this is more than I thought. Oh, I'm guilty. I I really think it might've been better to have my mom in the assisted living. So, so many conflicting feelings. And one of the things that we know is that the typical, and we know there's no such thing as typical, But the typical caregiver is a woman between late 40s, early mid 60s, typically was working full time, many times caring for her own family, who's providing roughly 20 hours a week or more to aging loved ones. And I think the other thing that we know is caregiving overall has a lot of nuances and it can be amazingly rewarding. It can also be amazingly difficult. And because of the changes that happen as a result of Alzheimer's disease or other dementias, it makes that caregiving job even more stressful and emotionally draining. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it does. And obviously with, I know sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. I remember when I was taking care of my mom, um, you know, there's this feeling of despair feeling of Mm -hmm. the weight of the world on your shoulders, feeling of being unsupported, um, 
you know, there's just, you don't really know where to turn to find resources. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was my luck in the fact that I was able to start Answers for Elders out of my experience. But Mm -hmm. there's so many individuals out there that I talk to every day um, that are going through this and certainly concerned about, you know, when they see a loved one's, you know, um, mental health starting to decline and things like that. Um, One of the things that I want to really talk about is, you know, just this whole thing of brain health and what does that mean? And obviously there's higher risk for people. I mean, I'm very interested in this piece alone. Okay. Well, let me give you a couple, just I'll I'll share some facts with you. Mm -hmm. So when we look at risk, um, actually aging is the greatest risk. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, this is a woman's disease. Yeah. Two thirds of the individuals with this disease are women. And as we talked about, what does a typical caregiver look like? Well, a middle-aged woman. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this disease does discriminate. So people with a black African-American background are two times as likely as Caucasians to have the disease. Oh and individuals with a Latinx Hispanic background are one and a half times. So those are risk factors as are having a immediate family member have the disease. So if my mother has the disease, if my sibling has the disease, it increases my risk. Now I can't quantify for you exactly how much that risk is because there are other factors. But when we talk about people at risk, those are the individuals that we're looking at. So one of the things, of course, we want to do is we want to do everything in our power to keep our brains healthy. And I'm going to give you a couple really easy tips to remember. I will tell you that the American Heart Association has done a fabulous job talking about heart health. So we've been hearing about heart health for a while now. Absolutely. If you remember one thing, but I'm going to give you a few more things to remember. But if what you're doing is good for your heart, it's good for your brain as well. So if you take one thing away, there's a tip. And we know that brain health and heart health are actually linked. So some of the things are really common. We know that smoking is bad for you. We've known it for a long time. Mm -hmm. We know that staying on top of our other medical conditions is really important. So making sure that you are following up with your primary care practitioner to talk about all of your health conditions, as well as mental health. If you're having some concerns, if you have depression, you're not feeling kind of the way you used to feel, absolutely mental health is as critical as physical health. So you wanna get help for that because guess what? There are treatments that can help. We also know that we've talked about social engagement. So being around other people, again, people that we like, not saying people that, if people bring you great stress, you might want to think about that one. <laughs> exactly. Really at, perhaps limit contact with those individuals um, because we do want to manage stress as much as possible. One of the things that I think there's lots of research going on and, and not at my center, but it's a fascinating topic, is the impact on adequate sleep and brain health. Now, if you just think of it just anecdotally for all of us, I don't know. I think when I was younger, I could go a few days with not very much sleep. I could do those all-nighters and study, and I would Mm -hmm. be fine the next day. I'm not now. So just think of how lack of sleep over time impacts you. 
we know it impacts cognitive functioning. And that's one of the other challenges that can really make it harder for caregivers because many times they're worried, they're concerned, they're worried that their loved one isn't sleeping. So again, sleep is big and talking to your healthcare professional about things you can do to enhance your sleep, really important. Mm-hmm. Diet, we all know diet's important. And I always say, just because we know it doesn't mean that we always do it. Um, no kidding. <laughs> we all know that, myself included. I yeah. am here to tell you, a Mediterranean diet. So Medi- we've, we've heard of Mediterranean diet, which is really very focused on whole foods, green leafy vegetables, lean meat or no beef. Yes, your glass of red wine is still in there. So that I always like that part of, of course the Mediterranean do. diet. <laughs> And also one of the things, there's actually a diet that's a combination of the Mediterranean diet and the DASH diet. And DASH is a diet to help manage sodium or high blood pressure. So you know what? There's a lot of information to remember. So I'm going to give you some tips. Mm -hmm. If it's processed, limit it or avoid it. If it is whole food, whole grains, vegetables, Mm -hmm. fruits, continue that trying to keep excess sugar out so again things we know and stay hydrated because your brain needs hydration yes yes absolutely and and i appreciate the fact too when you talk about things i know for us i never used to pay that much attention to buying organic i do now Mm -hmm. now that i'm over 65 I, I realize, you know, it's worth a little bit extra money just because I know I'm getting more nutrition um, from anything that I can purchase. But it's also, there's a lot of things that we can do just every day. Um, but drinking water is important. Hydration is so important. Absolutely. But I think it's too, it's, it's breathing. It's getting out in the fresh air. Slowing down nature. Mm-hmm. When we talk about stress relief, when I'm looking at your beautiful background and I'm thinking, you know, one of the things that I know can be overwhelming for caregivers and, and myself too, mm-hmm. the busier you are, the last thing you need is somebody to say, you yes. should do this. Right. So if I say, Suzanne, you should take time out for yourself. I'm imagining that you're thinking, well, that would just be fabulous if I could get five minutes just to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is it can be perceived, even though as another burden, even though that's really right. good advice. So I think one of the things that I've tried to do is to not give someone, particularly a caregiver who has millions of things on their to-do list, Mm -hmm. one more thing. You have to make it easy, as easy as possible. It's like exercise. The thought of going to the gym sometimes makes some people want to go back to bed. And maybe I'm one of them. It's integrating things even in a small way that can help. So kind of back to that stress piece, I can tell that I could actually sit right there in your backyard with a cup of coffee, listen to nature, and I could do it for probably five or 10 minutes and feel renewed. Mm-hmm. Those are the things yes. that I talk about. So absolutely, think of five, to five minutes. I yeah. believe all of us have five minutes in a day. And if we consistently do that, that'll add up to 35 minutes a week. Yeah. And then you can add a minute here or there. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to sit and breathe. Well, and I, that's it, down. sitting and breathe. Exactly. But I think the other thing is, no matter what you're doing in your life, it's like, it's okay to set healthy boundaries for yourself. And Absolutely. I think a lot of times, especially those that are caregivers, 
we tend to not be very good at that. So obviously we want to make sure that if you're taking care of yourself as a caregiver, you are doing so. And Amy, we're going to be back next time. We're going to talk about aging and changes and how memory, you know, evolves issues. And so in the meantime, thanks to Athera Pharma, we have some amazing breakthrough research and opportunities for those that might be interested in getting into early stage clinical trials, as well as moderate stage um, Alzheimer's. And that is www.liftadtrial.com. And Amy and I are going to be back right after this, everyone. We at Answers for Elders, thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.